Hey everyone, welcome back to Debunked. I'm Valerie. And I'm Libby. And this is our first time recording together in the same room since August. That's crazy. It's been almost six months. Yeah. That's crazy. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. Yeah, literally nuts. I mean, as we talked about in our last episode, Libby was abroad. Yep. How many time zones away? Like six? Six, six hours. Six hours, yeah. yeah. So like... That's its own thing, but God, it just feels so good to be, like, in, in the, the same, same room. room. Yes. No, I'm so happy to be back recording. Me like, too. Person. Libby and I um, have been spending a lot of time together, like, just anyway, which yes. has been so fun, and I feel mm-hmm. like I'm just so grateful because I feel like jumping back into the podcast without having time to, like, reconnect it, like, ourselves right. just could have been, like awkward I agree I'm so glad yeah it's been so fun and I feel like it honestly makes our podcast better too 100% so yeah it's been amazing yeah great I think what's really cool is like sometimes like besties will like start a podcast Mm -hmm. but we like became besties because of our podcast we did in like reverse order so I think that's like really really cool I think it's really cool um but anyway hey guys so February 1st this is so exciting I'm so thrilled to be done with January. Me too. Like, to me, the winter uglies and all the, like, darkness and loneliness for me mentally ends in January. So if I can, like, physically put January behind me, like, it's full steam ahead. Exactly. And I feel like January, I was talking to my mom about this this morning, like, January always just feels like a marathon. Like, it is just the longest month. Like, I think back to, like, New Year's, and I'm like, that feels like four months ago. Like, that feels like forever ago. It's so funny you bring that up, because literally yesterday I, okay, well, yesterday being January 30th, um, I posted pictures of me and then a couple of my friends from home at our like new year's eve party and i literally captioned it like happy new year i'm like i know it's january 30th but i'm not even gonna be like like it's okay it's just it's okay like yeah it's a month later happy new year like yeah whatever but i just like because you know okay complete tangent but like you know when you're like posting i feel like we just talked about this when you like look at a picture too long yes and then it's like all of a sudden you're like, oh, no, I don't like it anymore. Right. Well, I, like, was doing that with this, like, post. I was like, I oh, this that. is such a cute picture. I was like, no, I've looked at it too much. And then right. I'm like, oh, maybe. And then, like, that's why it's now a month later. I was like, whatever. It's going on there. It's going on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So, anyway. Today, um, before we, like, get into it, get into right. it. Right. We'll, like, do our updates, of course, because you guys need to know Absolutely. where we're lives, at. what we're doing. Um, but, Libby, do you want to talk about today, like, what the general theme of ultimately yeah. today's episode is going to be about? Yeah, absolutely. So today um, we are talking about breakups. We are debunking breakups, but not the kind that you think. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> um, so last February we talked about relationships, um, kind of more the romantic, but also friendship type. Um, but this this February we are talking about friendship breakups, challenges, changes, and all of that fun stuff that we all unfortunately have to experience in our lives. But, mm-hmm. you know, we'll talk, we'll talk about how to deal with it, how we've dealt with it, all those, all those fun things. Yeah, and I think definitely with, like, February in general, I know I always really think about, like, I feel like I really reevaluate, like, my relationships 
mm-hmm. in all kinds of senses, like my relationship with self and with my friends and like right. all these other things. Um, just because like Valentine's Day, like I'm a right. big Valentine's Day girl, always mm-hmm. have been, always mm-hmm. will be. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I just feel like you have to talk about it. Like you're, th- I am definitely thinking about it more than ever in like this time period. Yes, absolutely. So like, let's talk about it. Absolutely. Um, but before we dive into the real meat of the episode, we're going to give you some life updates. Yeah. So nothing too exciting going yeah. on in these neck of the woods. Um, yeah, how's your, how are you? How are you doing this week? I'm honestly, like, I'm having a really good week. Good. This I love that. overall I love January, that. I will say this January has been a very good one. Good. Like, I love that. The past few Januaries, <laughs> I cannot say the same. Yeah, they have been fair. very tough. Yeah. But I think finally, like, being settled in, like, a house, not, like, a dorm room. Absolutely. And, like, having my car. Like, little things... Um, well, I mean, they're not little not things. Little things. I yeah. don't things. take them for granted, but right. they are like things that have definitely made my life better. Like Good. last night, McKinley and I like cooked dinner together. I'm like, it's so, so fun to fun. just have, I'm, I am not a chef guys. Like I'm not trying to, <laughs> don't, don't Flex. be fooled, Flex. but like, it's so nice to have like that kind of space to yeah. cook together or you know, all the housemates will watch a show together. We're watching Gossip Girl right now. And it's just fun to have, like, my own room and my own space, but then also, like, decorate the house. Like, Valentine's Day decor has been up since I got back. I love Um, it. But, yeah, for me, I think, like, we really are, like, settled into our house. We are doing great. Things are good. 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 I feel like everyone's meshing well everyone's getting together and the whole like friend group whatever um I'm personally excited because today if you're listening on February 1st is Harry Styles 30th birthday he's 30 he's 30 that's like mind-blowing to me that he's no so okay this is really really funny okay the other day McKinley was looking at my laptop we were working on something Mm -hmm. and she saw my calendar pulled up and she was like what does that say? It's like Harry turns. I'll literally show you. So it says oh like God, Harry T or something. So you click on it. It says Harry turns 21. Right. So for the record, that has been in my calendar. Like, let's think for about that. Year, nine for years. nine years. And I'm sitting here today. I'm 21. So you were 12. You were 12. Oh. Why did you put that in your calendar? Oh my gosh. Time, okay. Time well, is real. That's crazy. But, but what's so nuts, I'm just having this whole like existential crisis because I'm like, Harry's 30. Right. I'm 21. And We're that's been old. in my cal- Like, that, I don't know. To me, that's just, I don't know how we got here, but here we are. We're Happy old. birthday, Harry. Hope I get to meet you one day. Love you. Whatever. Okay, Duke game. Duke game is on Saturday. Let's talk about it. We both didn't get tickets. No, and we are upset because here's here is my tangent. Here's my rant for the week. Okay, um, <laughs> my friends don't. Okay, not my friends. Let's let's rephrase. People sometimes you know acquaintances. That maybe, acquaintances maybe you're you not will. the biggest basketball fans. Um, got tickets. Whereas me, 
Um, I would call myself a basketball, not super, no, I call myself a basketball super fan. You wait, you I, definitely I am a basketball can, super fan. You qualify as a super fan, Growing for up in a ba- sure. like a basketball family, like, I know basketball, obviously. Well, I think you should say what basketball family. Right, right. So I grew up in a Kansas basketball family, <sighs> and I go to North Carolina. So as you can imagine, if you don't already know, the national championship in 2022 was a tough, it was a tough time. It was a tough time. Not we got, for you or not, your family, no, but. No, no, definitely, because I was very UNC, and my family. Oh, Lots of great Kansas, so but anyway. I'm glad you were on the right side. Right, we we're on the, the right coin, side. Though. Yeah, obviously. Even That's though we lost, we we're on the right side of the coin. But anyway, I didn't get a ticket and I was like, dang, it's not like, you know, not that I like live and die basketball, especially yeah. during this year. Like I will be doing my laps and paces during the Duke game on Saturday. But that's okay because yeah. Well it's I okay. for, it's I fine. for one am not happy. <laughs> Um, I have never been to a Duke game. I am a junior here at UNC. My friend, again, McKinley, you know what? If you're listening to this, love you, but I got issues with you right now. You have gotten a Duke game ticket all three years we've been here. Yes. And I'm like, okay, first of all, I don't care if you're from Chapel Hill. That basically just means you have any other year that realistically you could go, I'm from Florida. I am not going to be here for the Duke game, like, every year for For the rest of time. Like, whenever. I don't know. Like, to me, I'm like, and I swear, this is... (laughs) I don't know how we're okay. I'm we're clearly fired up about this, but you know what? It's it's it needs to anyway, be talked about. Needs to be talked about. This is a UNC kind of themed podcast in general, so yes. we get to talk about so it. We get to talk about it. Um, I go heels, go heels. <laughs> I think that this quote unquote random lottery is actually very discriminatory against out of state students. Literally, the UNC system is discriminatory towards out of state oh. students. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie! Just, just with the no. Okay, okay. With, I have right, to we're, say we're digressing so much, but I have to say I am very grateful to go here. Same. I literally love the school. Me too. I think where Libby's coming from is just like there just seems to be a trend with like the lottery. Like all my out of state friends didn't get a ticket to the Duke game. Like, is there some kind of precedence or? I don't know. Pref- like preference know. for those who are from in-state? Not really sure. But you know what? That's for someone else to debunk. That's, um, that's not us. Anyway. So this weekend, I'm really excited because my favorite podcast, well, obviously this is our, my favorite right, podcast, but like, but like a close my second. favorite <laughs> podcast, um, it's called Gals on the Go, and it's these two girls, Brooke Michio and Danielle Carolyn, um, they're both in their like mid twenties, live in New York City. They're content creators and love, influencers full time. Danielle's from Tampa. She went to a school that some of my friends went to. Um, so they're really cool girls. I literally live for their weekly episode. Um, like just listened to it today on my lunch awesome. break. Yeah. Like Wednesdays, yeah. I'm always on it. But they're doing a live show in Charlotte on the second, and yeah. I'm gonna be there, That's and so I'm really exciting. excited. Um, also because this kind of connects this to where we'll be going after Libby's update, but I was just listening to an episode of theirs from January of last year, I believe it was, and it was about, like, loneliness, specifically in relation to friendships, Mm -hmm. and I, as I was listening to it, I was like, the way that they are talking about their feelings at that point in time 
perfectly described how I was feeling like a few weeks ago. It was like the exact, it was like, I couldn't even put it into words better than they did. Um, So like listening to that episode too, also like when we were talking about what do we want to talk about this month, I think that also kind of motivated the discussion on like friendships, friendship breakups and quote unquote rebranding friendships too. Right, absolutely. so that's my personal connection and interest in what's going on. But yeah, so that's my life. That's what I have to look forward to. Amazing. What's up with you? Yeah, um, my life has been, I mean, kind of, I don't want to say back to the grind, but um, a lot. I mean, I feel like school is really ramped up this week for me. And like coming back from being abroad, like, which I, we didn't really talk about this in the abroad episode, but like that has been really tough for me. So mm-hmm. if you're listening to this and you are coming back from abroad and you are struggling or whatever, you're not alone in that. Um, I think it's, like, I was taking four classes abroad. They were pass-fail. Like, you know, it was a lot less rigorous. And then coming back to UNC where I'm taking five classes. And then a few of which, like, not that I dislike any of my classes, but they're just not, like, you know, they're, I'm kind of wrapping up my gen eds for my majors. Like, I'm graduating in December. I have, after the semester, we'll have three classes left to take and then I can wow. graduate. Um it's kind of like, ugh, okay, this is kind of a lot. And so I've been trying to just be gentle with myself and try to, like, take a deep breath but mm-hmm. it has been it's been a busy week but I also love being busy I feel like I thrive on being busy Same. so we're getting back into it um having friends like friend like carve out time mm-hmm. like has been great um so that's been amazing and then also um as a lot of you know I um co-chaired the out of the darkness walk which is a walk for suicide prevention at UNC um and that all that stuff is starting so we'll talk about this more in future episodes but yeah, that's that planning has been starting, which is something that I love to do. So that's super exciting. And yeah, I'm trying to think there's not a ton else that's really going on in my life. I'm super excited for the Duke game, all that fun stuff. And I think my like excitement in this episode is also talking about how like when you do come back from being abroad, like some of those friendships change. It's how I've noticed yeah. like how like since being back from abroad, like you know, I love my friends and I'm so grateful to have all my friends, but friendships change and mm-hmm. that's okay. And so I think it's just, I'm kind of been learning how to navigate how that, how that works and how to deal with that. So yeah, with that, let's, let's get started. Let's dive, let's right, dive in. right in. All right. So let's just be up front here. Friends and friendships change. Right. Um, even if you are friends with someone who you've been friends with since you were babies or you went to, you know, K through 12 together or your college friends, whatever that may look like, you may stay friends for the rest of your life. But boy, are your relationships going to change. Right. Um, right. It would be really foolish to think that, you know, just because you are friends with someone at one given time like, I don't know, there's there's a lot to unpack there because you got to think, like, you're always growing and changing, and so is an, a complete so other people, person. Right, and, right. like, you can obviously maintain relationships and friendships mm-hmm. together. I mean, that's how you have these, like, lifelong friends and people right. who have been in your life forever. But also, you kind of have to be realistic and go into it with the expectation that, like, you know, my friendship with this person is not always going to look the same as it did at the beginning. And maybe right. it will. Like, right. I don't know. But to me, like, it's definitely changes 
change is a scary thought in general to me. I've become mm-hmm. more accepting of it since being in college, right. since like right. everything is changing right. all the time. So I better yeah. accept it. Constant um, change. Yeah. But at the same time, I forget who said this, but like someone, I'm sure many people have said it, but they say something about being afraid of change. Right. But isn't the lack of change also scary? Like if things always stayed right. the same. Which I think Yeah, that is scary. That's super scary. To think we would walk through life without ever growing, changing, reacting to right. situations that honestly might be scarier. And I think it definitely is for me. Like I'm kind of the same way. I feel like I have gotten really, really not, I don't say good at change, but good with adapting to, like, situational changes. Like, whether that be school, whether that be, like, my, like, moving, um, you know, where I'm living. I really have, I feel like I've kind of embraced, like, being able to kind of be all over the place and live mm-hmm. in all these places. And I'm super grateful for all those experiences that I've had over the past three years. As crazy as I feel like my life has been over the past three years. Yeah. Um, but I still, like, I, I think like one of my biggest like struggles that I'm really trying to work on right now is like accepting that friendships change because I don't like I don't like letting people go and I don't like mm-hmm. that things change like with friendships because I very much hold on to like memories and like conversations and all these things with people that I'm like oh this was amazing like why mm-hmm. can't it be like this way still yeah which is hard but I think it's also important to recognize and like this is I'm like I don't want to say a mantra but like something that I've been trying to repeat over and over in my head is like People come into your life for a reason mm-hmm. and they there's a set amount of time, you know, that they're in your life and maybe that's not forever. But, you know, you hope that like in the time that they have been in your life, you both have you both, you know, hopefully have positively impacted each other and like mm-hmm. left a positive mark on each other. I'm so. a strong believer in that too. Um I feel like the people that we end up surrounding ourselves with and being surrounded by are intentional absolutely um and oftentimes out of our control (laughs) absolutely yeah kind of one of those like meant to be things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I think one thing kind of touching on how friendships may change I think one thing that you and I are both noticing and I'm sure a lot of our listeners is that in your college years we get introduced to what this girl on TikTok called catch-up friendships. Right. Um, I watched this video about it, and I thought it was incredibly insightful. And if I can find it again, I am absolutely going to link the TikTok into the description of this episode. Mm -hmm. But for now, I'm just going to summarize what that kind of looks like, and then we'll share our thoughts on it. So, yeah. Catch-up friendships, um, the whole idea behind it, yes, it's kind of intuitive, but I'm going to explain it anyway. Mm -hmm. The idea is, let's say you have a friend from back at home. You know, you visit your hometown over the summer, over the holidays, but only a couple times a year. Right. Um, You go home, you schedule brunch or dinner or something, and... You have to think, how often are you actually digging deep with these people? Right. So, like, one thing for me to kind of kick off this portion of the discussion, one element of this is that, and I noticed it while I was home over winter break, Mm -hmm. and really thought about it. 
one, I feel like because I see these friends in, I guess, on such a limited basis, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just because, you know, we're in different schools and blah, 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 when we're both home. are different, yeah. I also feel like I need to be, like, on... Like, mm-hmm. I need to mm-hmm. be, like, my literal best self because I also, like, even if I'm in a bad headspace or whatever given the time, I'm, like, if I'm only seeing them twice a year, I need to make this, like, the best version of me. I need right. to be funnier than ever. I need to have all this insight. I need to have mm-hmm. all these good things to talk about. I need the hot goss. Like, I right. need, like, drama. Right. Like, right. and it's it's weird because it's not even that like my friends make me feel like I need to be something I'm not or anything. They don't right. make me feel like I need to be Insecure anything but me. Anything. Right. But in myself and in my heart and mind, I like always think like I want them to see me at my tip top shape. Right. Because do you have that same experience? I, I do, and I think it's harder because like my parents don't live in Colorado anymore, and so it's like my high school friends like. I don't see them as much as, you know, I would love to because I do, like, I do value, like, there are, you know, everyone's like, oh, you don't stay friends with high school friends. I do, and I do feel like I have, you know, a few good, like, really, really good friends that I'm like, I will, you know, I feel like we'll be at my wedding, you know, who knows? Yeah, 100%. But, um, and I feel, I think with mine, we are all, like, we all have had such similar, like, mental health struggles, and I think that's part of what has bonded us is that, like, I don't feel like I have to be, like, my best version of myself with them. Like necessarily with those high school friends, but I I feel like I relate to you in the like with some friends here, um, mm-hmm. like at college. Like I have you know I feel very lucky. Like I have a lot of really really close mm-hmm. good like core st- friends, which I have you know n- knew that they were really good friends, but like just as of recently really like, really realized like wow these are like incredible people that are yeah. in my life right now, and I'm so grateful to have them. But you do like have those kind of peripheral friends that you don't see as much, still value. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like I have to be on for them a lot more and be like that's oh, like, true my too. Life, yeah, like my life is like great, and all these things are great when like, really it's like it's like eating me up inside to be like mm-hmm. I'm like when I'm like actually like oh my gosh I have had the worst anxiety day like this has been horrible. But yeah. I'm like I feel like I'm like I don't want to bring them down. You know, it's like yeah. I don't want to like have them dump on them with, like, my anxiety. And I think that's where more my, like, relation with that comes from Mm -hmm. for me. I agree. And I think also for me, that kind of, like, feeling of wanting to be on and all that, like, with my hometown friends Mm -hmm. who I'm very close to, I Mm -hmm. think the thing is, is, like, if I'm in a group setting with a ton of people from home, Mm -hmm. I also inherently, like, I'm not going to get into deep stuff. Like, we're all, like, just hanging out and having a good time together. And that's, like, the expectation of that kind of event. Absolutely. But I do notice, like, I have one friend. Oh, I'm so sorry if that was my phone. Oh, well. Good. It's all right. Whoever. You know, the whole ecosystem's out right now, so it could be any of our devices. (laughs) Who knows? Anywho, my one friend I hadn't seen in literally a year and we went and got dinner together and the first maybe five minutes we're like oh how are you I'm good it's so great to see you which is all genuine of course but it is like my best self right but then like it's amazing how quickly we just like fell right back into like the genuine close authentic connection we have and it's like even if you approach it feeling like oh I need to be my best self whatever like you got to think, like, they're also feeling that way, too. Absolutely, yeah. Like, you're not alone in that at all. And I no. think the thing is, is, like, if you are in a more intimate setting or just, like, 
whatever like you have that space to be more vulnerable and right. open about like even if things really are great like mm-hmm. then be open about that mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. but you definitely get more into even though it's like a quote-unquote catch-up friendship like I think if you've already had that real like a deep relationship established right. you can you have things to ask each other about you have things mm-hmm. to follow up on mm-hmm. and like you will actually get into like life and these really yeah, like right. deeper Deep discussions yeah yes. which are so important and I think one thing is like with catch-up friendships what this TikTok was saying was that like whether they're toxic or tolerable mm-hmm. is all on how you perceive it because you need to know like what is my expectation of right. this friendship mm-hmm what is the other person's expectation of this friendship? And am I okay with that? Like when comparing it to the reality of the situation, am I okay with that? Like, obviously I miss my friends. The reality is I'm going to see them once a year or twice a year for my hometown friends. So it's up to me to think, is it, am I okay with them being catch-up friendships and not keeping up that like, really deep vulnerable connection with people right because I'm like I don't know in my head here like you were saying I feel like I've got my like tight-knit circle I've got my closest friends Mm -hmm. and I feel like while I do have close friends in both Florida and here if I'm physically within like proximity like whichever I guess whichever place I'm in, whoever I'm in closer proximity to, I inherently see more often. Right. And if I see people more often in my heart and head, it gives me the space to just come as I am and like not even give like on like on this or whatever a thought because like. I feel like just a lot of pressure is put on those catch up friendships where it's like because I literally only have this one time to see them yeah you have to be like you have to be like present and be I think fun and like all like yeah. vibrant yeah. and like sometimes that's just not the reality but also right. I think like that also you got to think about well how close were we to begin with and like you just really need to evaluate your expectations I think Absolutely. so that it can still be like a worthwhile friendship for you or if it's like you know what I only see him once a year I feel like I can never talk about anything deep with them well then reevaluate your relationship like are you okay with that like and that's I mean sometimes like that's perfectly fine and you absolutely can be if you're like you know what they really like going to concerts and if we're both in town like we'll go out like get drinks and have a good time go to the concert and like that is also fine because sometimes it's nice to like the point of friends you don't always have to be like deep and vulnerable and whatever like there are friends like it's just nice to go do something with someone it, sometimes. And I think it's important to, like, have, like, those different kind of friendships. Like, I have, like, my core group of, like, friends, and I'm, like, I, like, they know, like, you know, everything, and I'll, like, know if I'm in a breakdown, like, I will talk to them. But I also have those friends who, it's great where it's, like, we can just go do, like, something stupid, like, something mm-hmm. stupid, like, hike or whatever, and, like, just not talk about any of that kind of stuff and yeah. just talk about stupid things, which I think is, really, like, at least for me, like, it's really helpful, and, like, mm-hmm. it's great to have that. And I think it also, like, you can kind of relate that to, like, friends like by convenience as well yeah. like evaluating like okay like yeah they're close to me like proximity and like are we like really good friends or is it just like a friend by convenience so 
you know, it's interesting to kind of look at that as well. I think it's important to, and this kind of connects with like our, it's like a subtopic about rebranding your friendships and like reevaluating your expectations. But I think the thing is, is like, I know in the past there have been times where like, there will be a falling out between myself and a friend of mine Mm -hmm. who I was really, really close with. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, like, a few I can think of right off the top of my head. And I think the thing is, is, like, those are opportunities for reevaluation for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think time and space is really important. Absolutely. And I have come to a place where... I've realized that sometimes things can be worked out right? and like time will heal. Mm -hmm. But then the only way that there's a hope of saving any kind of friendship between you and whatever person Mm -hmm. is reevaluating your expectations and thinking about like, am I okay with this friendship being literally what what it is is. face value and also like, so it kind of, like, with the catch-up friendships and the, like, like reevaluating expectations, they go hand-in-hand hand because it's, like, not only catch-up friendships, but literally any level of friendship you can think of. Right. And, like, some people, you might not even think about it this deeply until you're hearing us talk about it. But, right. like, I think the thing is about taking times to reevaluate things mm-hmm. are, like, okay... This person, even people like on campus, this applies to really any relationship. Any relationship like you it's have. like, yeah. okay, they've changed or whatever. We used right. to be really close. Right. Sometimes it really hurts when you're close with someone and you drift apart for no notable oh, it's reason. Horrible. It's horrible. That is some of the worst pain. <laughs> it is so but bad. <laughs> if you know you're okay with the idea of having them in your life some way instead of not, not at, at all. all then you really have to reevaluate, like, here, face value is the situation. This is the reality. Yeah. This is what they can give me. Mm-hmm. This is what I can give them. Mm-hmm. And even though that looks different than what it used to look like, am I okay with that? Right. And I think that's right. a really important idea. And I don't think I ever thought very deeply about it until college because in high school, I, I would... Like friendships were so easy. I feel like yeah. in high school, and I think, like... It's kind of like what you're saying. It's like, I feel like, like, it's interesting that we're talking about this right now. Because, like, I feel like this is, like, all of these stages and all of, like, what we're talking about. Like, what you were talking about. Like, I feel like I have been going through or I'm going through right now. Yeah. Um, so, it's just, like, an in- it's interesting to talk about because it is important, like, in your reevaluation. Like, are you, um, I'm trying to think of what I want to say here. But, like are you okay with it being like this way? Like, are you, you know, okay with things are looking different, but having them still in your life and accepting that sometimes like being able to appreciate memories with a person, but accepting that they aren't meant to be in your life at this point in time. And I say this and I know it's like so much easier said than done because I like, I'm struggling with, like, I struggle with this. I have struggled with this. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't like losing people. And I feel like I grasp yeah. really on to, like, memories. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this was so great. And we got so close. And this was awesome. And everything was great. And then now it's different. And I want to go back. And I mm-hmm. think it's, like, I don't, it's kind of similar with, like, a relationship breakup. It's, like, yes, you miss the person. But you also miss the memories sometimes, yeah. you know, more than the actual person themselves. And with that specific point you're making, I think it's important, um, 
for us to explicitly say like you can have great memories and be grateful for the memories that you have, Mm -hmm. but no longer have that person in your life. Right. Because by no means are we saying like reevaluate and accept toxic behavior. Absolutely Absolutely. not. No, that, that is not okay. Toxic relationships are not okay. If someone is not treating you the way that you deserve to be treated, that's not fair to you. And I think, and it's hard to recognize that because you do care so much about this person. If they're not treating you the way that you deserve to be treated and you are putting in so much effort and not getting anything in return, Mm -hmm. it is not worth it. Like it is just not worth it for you to maintain that friendship. And I think it's hard to recognize that. And I, yeah, it's hard. And there's definitely, I feel like there can be that, it's not really a gray area, but you know, with us talking about like reevaluating your expectations for Mm -hmm. people, Mm -hmm. like we're saying that by no means is excusing toxic behavior or anything like but there are situations where it's like you know I feel like it's so case by case but sometimes something happens Mm -hmm. you know maybe you know you forgive them or they've forgiven you or whatever whatever the situation is maybe after time you realize you know what like yeah that was really shitty that sucked Mm -hmm. but now like reevaluating where we're at there are good parts of our friendship mm-hmm. how can this change and like Absolutely. sometimes with some people it's like just having an understanding like you know what we can't be as close as we were after x event or right. whatever right but we can still be friends. We can still run in the same circles as long as it's not a toxic relationship yeah, of course. Absolutely. And just reevaluating like you know what it wasn't working out when we were this close or it wasn't working out when we were too surface level. Like it goes both ways, but absolutely it's definitely important to like make the distinction between like, is the person a healthy person to have in your life? Are they a worthwhile friend? Mm -hmm. And also like, are my expectations and the reality of what they can give the same? And if they're not, that makes it really hard to keep a healthy friendship up. Yeah. And I think it's also like with, those type of friendships, like, maintaining that concept of, like, effort and, like... Oh, yeah. If you, you know, and I think, like, I've... I feel like a lot... Everyone deals with this at some point where it's, like, you just feel like you are putting in your heart and soul to a friendship and are not getting that in return. Um, and so I think it's just... It's hard to, again, kind of come around to that concept of, of saying, okay, I am putting in this much effort and I'm not getting back what I'm you know, giving in return. So taking a look at first saying, okay, am I willing to take a step back to accept this change and still have this person in my life? Or, you know, let's say like you kind of stop reaching out and they stop reaching out and you drift apart. Well, it's Mm -hmm. an indicator, you know, that friendship is kind of, you know, not really active at this point in time. And I think it's also like one of those things, like everyone has friendship issues. Everyone goes through, you know, friendship Whatever. I personally think friendship breakups are worse than, like, relationship breakups just because... Oh, girl. It's, Absolutely. It's, you know, it's, like, your friends, like, you know, they're your friends, like, and you care about them and you want to see them succeed sure. and all these things. And, like, you know, not that uh, not that that's different in a romantic relationship, but I do feel like friendship, losing friendships is really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, like maybe it's time to just take some space and, like, just think about it. And then maybe, you know, later down the road, if you feel like the timing is right and you want to communicate or talk with them, great. But I do think it's important to recognize and, like, take time for yourself and take time to, like, think about, okay, like, 
I really don't want to lose them, but at this point in time, this isn't really healthy for both of us. It's not working, you know, and maybe, like, take some time, take some space, and we'll reevaluate. Super well said. But I think yeah. with the concept of friendship breakups, as kind of a rapid-fire summary of yes. that, and then there's one more thing I want to get into. Yeah. Why friendships break up, I think, boil down to four things Mm -hmm. people change situations change environments change and the factor of drama right i think any friendship breakup can have one or several of those four things as the root cause Mm -hmm. from that though post breakup I think there are some good reminders that we've compiled because it can be really, really hard to move through a friendship breakup, especially because usually that's happening with someone you've been very vulnerable and close with. Right. um, Who knows so much about you, Mm -hmm. sometimes more than other friends of yours know about you. True. Mm Mm-hmm. And that puts you in a place that also just hurts in a different way because it's like, I trusted you with all of this stuff. Right. And like, even if the situation had nothing to do with that specifically, mm-hmm. that just hurts in its own way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like after there's like a quote unquote friendship breakup, it's a very hard place to be in mentally, but... I think we definitely have some advice for moving through that time period. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, like, moving through that time period, number one, um, learning, again, I feel like everyone goes through this, and I feel like I've, like, personally been dealing with this a lot a little bit, so I feel like it's hard. It's, like, things that I need to be, like, talking to myself about, too, but um, being able to, one, like, appreciate, like, the memories and, like, again, like, accept that they're not in your life right now, but that they brought you so much joy and comfort and like they were there for you. Maybe they came into your life one at a time when you really needed a friend. And that was, yeah. that's awesome. That's amazing. That they were able to bring that into your life. And that's like beautiful, even though maybe that the situations have changed now. Yeah. Um, secondarily, remembering and reminding yourself that not everyone is going to be in your life forever. And that's okay. Um, kind of like Libby just said, you know, different seasons of life bring different things mm-hmm. and different people with it. And it might not even be like not everyone's in your life forever, but it could be something like not everyone is going to be in your life forever in the same way. Like, right. right. And that's how we kind of kicked off the episode talking about that friendships change and that they look vastly different throughout your friendships with people. Right. Um, And then lastly. Um, I think just kind of thinking about like when you want to communicate versus when when to give space. Um, I think it'd be hard to kind of distinguish the two. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know. I mean, at least I feel like when you, I feel like with the time to communicate, like I feel like there's kind of like, like you could kind of have a feeling you're like, okay, maybe like, I think it's been enough time. Like, I've taken time to, like, focus on other people in my life, like myself, you know, hobbies, jobs, 
whatever. Taking time to reevaluate. Taking time to reevaluate. And I think you're like, okay, like, this is, let's, let's just talk, you know. It doesn't have to be, like, this whole big thing. Just, like, yeah. hey, like, how are you? Like, reach out. Like, how's it going? Like, what's up? You know, just because, yeah. like, you know, you do care about whatever friend or, you know, whatever. So I think knowing when to communicate versus when to give space, um, I feel like it's kind of a similar thing. Like, if you, you know, you still feel like, I think at least the biggest indicator is that you're still very hurt. And, like, yeah. you know, this, like, wanting to talk to them is, like, un- like you're doing this out of, like, emotion, like, emotion. You know, I feel like yeah. my mom <laughs> has always taught me, she's like, never make any decisions when you're emotional, which is so true. Oh, 100%. Don't do that. <laughs> um, Actually, yeah. since I'm 21, right. I can say this. This right. is a very important thing for all people to hear if you do drink at all. Um, I have a very strict rule with myself to mm-hmm. never drink if I'm emotional. Oh, absolutely Because not. that's what creates really toxic dependencies. Mm-hmm. Um, bad things happen when you mix substances and emotion. Absolute, it's just, it's proven. Absolute, absolutely, I mean, absolutely. there's so many stories out there. <laughs> yeah. So many stories. Yeah. But, like, bottom line, that's just a rule. And, like, same rule. with what rule. your mom says. Like, yeah. realistically, your emotional brain will be telling you, like, yes. Do this, do this, this do person, I am never speaking to them again, right. blah, blah, blah. And right. that could last a very long time. Right. Like, not undermining your emotional brain. Like, feel the feels. Right. But communicating will be a lot easier when you are in a place where you can tap into the more rational part mm-hmm. of your brain. Absolutely. And that's why, like, oftentimes you need to take time to get to that place. Right. Because also, then you can, like try to see the situation or whatever from a different perspective, Mm -hmm. consider other things, or even like talk to other people who are mutually in your circle and someone else's circle. Like if you have some kind of mutual connection who has an outside perspective or like go to a therapist, if you like talking to therapists about your relationships, absolutely. Because Um, even though like you describing a situation is a little bit inherently biased, right? They also don't know the people involved and have somewhat of a third party perspective, um, which can help you think about situations, your responses in a different way and Mm -hmm. also validate Mm -hmm. what you're feeling, which is very important because I think that allows you to also communicate with someone else better about I'm really hurt by this. Right. Moving forward, I cannot be as close with you as I once was moving forward. I don't really know what our friendship's going to look like if there really is one anymore, but I definitely would respect um, being given time and space and, yeah. you know, it boundaries. would be important to talk about it. Yeah, setting boundaries setting massive. Setting boundaries is super important and super hard. Game oh changer, though. Again, once again, I need to talk to myself about this, but setting boundaries is super important um, for yourself and for the other person. You know, at the end of the day, like, you want to be respectful um, and, you know, have, you know, if you do, when you do, if and when you do lose friends, like, you know, I think the goal is to kind of be as, calm and you know respectful as possible and you know I know that doesn't always happen with some people but um at the end of the day like you're there's still people and you know we're all just trying to figure it out so I think being gentle with yourself and also you know really putting yourself like trying to get some perspective and think about their issues as well I think it's really important a hundred percent before we close out today um I have one other thing I want to bring up that kind of it doesn't derail from what we've talked about, but it more taps into something we talked about a little bit earlier in the episode. Um, 
when you were talking about like being active in a friendship, mm-hmm. this is a really interesting point because a few weeks ago, I was like sitting in my room. I was like, I have no friends. If mm-hmm. I don't reach out to them, they are not reaching out to me, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I'm the planner. I'm the coordinator. And if I don't do it, they're not doing it. And that means that I don't have friends because they don't enjoy being around me. Mm-hmm. That was my emotional brain. Yeah. yeah. Um, after talking to some people <laughs> who are some of my best friends, I do yeah. have some friends. Yes. Oh um, my gosh, no, they made me realize, like, in reality, um, I do have friends. You do. You do. Um, I like being the planner and the coordinator. Mm-hmm. And also, something that I'm realizing, like, now is that, like, everyone plays different roles in a friendship. Yeah. And sometimes, like... I think my the best way that I've begun to understand this in the past few years is through one of my housemates, Clara. She is one of my best friends in the whole entire world. I hope that everyone can meet a Clara in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out, Clara, if you're listening to this. But the thing about her, she's given me a different perspective because she is like, if someone invites me to do something, yeah, I'll probably go. But like... I never just feel the need to, like, take right. initiative. Right, And in my head, I'm like, why? Like, obviously, mm-hmm. you're, you don't sound like you don't care to. No, yeah. But she's li- she literally told me, she was like, I'm just not the initiator. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean I don't think about, like, oh, I haven't seen them in a long time. But for some reason, I just won't be the one to reach out most of the mm-hmm. time. But if yeah. they reach out to me, I'm super happy. And, like... I think it also goes with, like, your personality type. Like, I'm a very extroverted person. Right. I love being social. I love reaching out. Like, all those things. Like, yeah. And I think, like, also, like, part of that can be, like, communicating. You're kind of like, yeah, like, be like, hey, like, I feel like I'm always planning things. And your friend might be like, oh, like, I, it's nothing against you. Like, I just, I would never think to plan. And, like, having right. that kind of open communication. Or, like, so I hate issues. making decisions. Right. I don't want to plan right. for us because then I get two in my head. Like, right. And I think also, like hearing from Clara's perspective and then like some other people too who are like oh yeah no like I hate making decisions it like gives me anxiety so like sometimes it's like too anxiety inducing to reach out to someone Mm -hmm. I haven't talked to in a while but it's like these are all perspectives that quite honestly like a few years ago if I stopped being active in a friendship because I thought someone else wasn't being active in it it would be like fizzle out Mm -hmm. because like And then I would think, oh, see, like, they weren't my friend. Like, they didn't like me. But that's not it. Like, I mean, sometimes, sure, it might be. But at the same time, like, we all play different roles. Like, I know I'm an initiator friend. But Mm -hmm. just because someone else isn't making the plans first doesn't mean I'm annoying for doing it all the time or reaching out. Like, most of the time, it's just a matter of, like, what role you play in a friendship. And I think, like, hearing that other side of it, and taking, important. like, the personal component out of it it's super important. has made me look at friendships in a different way and, like, honestly maintain a lot of friendships. Because, like, if yeah. I'm thinking about someone, I'll reach out to them. Like, right. it's important to just do what feels right, play your role, and, you know, not being the initiator doesn't mean you're not putting in effort either. Because, right. like, you don't have to be the initiator to be putting effort into a yeah. relationship. 
Um, yeah. And I think, like, with that, like, again, it's just communicating. Like, I am such a big person to, like, communicate, communicate, communicate. Like, being able to, like, talk with your friends about, like, issues and, like, being able to be upfront with them is super important and will, you know, serve you so well in the long run just with, like, life things. Absolutely. So, with that, I think that wraps it up. Sure for does. February. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, we so appreciate spending time with you guys. And we hope that you have a great month, a great day. And, you know, your friendships, you know, are healthy. And, yeah, all the good stuff. Absolutely. And as always, our DMs are open. You can always reach out to us. Um, If we don't have the answer, I'm sure we can refer you to someone who does. So remember, you're loved, you're cared about. You have friends. Absolutely. You know, like, play this back to myself. Absolutely. Um, But I hope you guys all have a good month. Good luck in school. Good luck with exams. I know, like, midterms, we're all about to go through that. Ah. Crazy. Um, You got it. But, yeah, we're so excited. We will see you next next month month. um, to talk about something. Yeah. We'll 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 let you know. We'll let you know. Yeah, Yeah. stay tuned for that. All right. All right. Bye, Bye, guys. guys.